Vroom, vroom, beep, beep. Welcome to Pens on the Go, episode number four. Today is Wednesday, June 20th, and I'm driving to work. Okay, so today my thought was to talk about going on vacation with my fountain pens. I'm going on vacation next week. We're going to go to the beach. Before I do that, though, I thought I'd uh, have an addendum to the last episode on broken pens. Yes, I'm afraid I have a new broken pen story. Um, this one is about my Opus 88 Coloral pen. Uh, I'm so sad about that. This is an eyedropper pen if you're not familiar with it. Um, and that basically means you fill it with an eyedropper, right? The, uh, you open the body up, you fill it up with ink, and you close it, and now the, ink cavity is full of bo- the pen cavity is full of ink. Um, what makes this pen interesting is that it has a plunger that closes off that cavity from the nib so that it doesn't leak while you're traveling with it or whatever, I guess. Um, and the way this plunger works, at the end of the pen, there's a little piece that you unscrew, and when you unscrew it, it's attached to a rod, which is attached to the plunger at the other end, so you pull that out, and the plunger comes away from the from the nib section and allows the ink to flow into the, the nib and feed and all that. Well, I had the, I've been using the pen at work. I went to close it. The pen slipped out of my hand. Um, it fell straight down onto my lap, and then from my lap just bounced down onto the rug. You know, just a foot and a half, two feet below me. And when I picked it up, that little knob that you twist to touch the plunger had broke it off. Basically, the rod broke at the very end. Um, so what that means is now that the when I screw the piece back on, the plunger is completely closed. I cannot write because the ink stops flowing. Um, so the only way around that, I guess, is to, from the inside, push that plunger back out so that the ink can flow all the time. And then I have to break the rod so that I can write with it. Um, and still put the cap back on, keep the cap on. Um, that or I'd always just keep the cap off and keep the rod out, which is kind of it would not look anywhere near as nice. Um, I'm pretty sad about this. I've really been enjoying the pen. It is a very neat looking pen. It's an orange or yellowish colored pen. It's kind of weird looking. And I like that about it. I did contact Opus 88, the manufacturer, which is a little bit tricky. I mean, you know, there isn't, it's not easy to find their website or anything like that. Um, but the paperwork I had that came with the pen, the little tiny instruction manual, did have contact information. So I emailed them. And they told me they will be able to replace it. So I'm very happy about that. Things work out in the end. Um, so yeah, that, that's the first part of my story for today. The other thing I want to talk about was traveling with fountain pens, right? I'm going on vacation. This is a, a driving trip. We're driving about, I don't know, I'd say four hours to the beach. I'm not actually sure how far it is. Um, I'm in South Carolina. We're driving to Tybee Island, which is in northern Georgia I think I don't know I've never been and I didn't make the reservation my wife did so so traveling with fountain pens right I want to take them with me because I want to write take notes make a letter doodle whatever um, you know I've been thinking about it I'm not inclined to take any really nice pens with me to the beach it seems like it's easier to lose it there there's there's going to be two families and a lot of kids going around, lots of stuff going on. So it'd be easy to get distracted and misplace it. So I'm probably taking something like, I don't know, maybe a 
maybe a Lamy Safari or maybe something else, like a, a, a cheap Asian pen. I don't know. We shall see. Do I need two or three pens? I mean, if I want different colors at the same time, yeah, probably. Will I take two or three pens? Um, I hadn't thought about it. I guess I will. So, so, so that'll do that. I'll take a couple pens. Um, the ink. It's, this is the interesting thing. I, you know, I always like to switch inks. Every time I ink a pen, I, I pick a new color. Um, I normally prefer using bottles to samples. I, I don't like having lots and lots of samples of inks that I'm never going to get around to using. Which is odd because, you know, I've mentioned before, I also play games. I have a ton of games. Way more than I could realistically play. I think a few hundred. I think 500. Um... You know, many of those games have only been played once. Some actually haven't even played at all. So, so you know, if I'm okay with that with games, why am I not okay with it with inks? I, I don't know. And I think it's just for because of the games. You know, it's, I want to be able to actually use all the inks I have. So I don't mind getting a sample to try it out and see if I like it or not, and then decide if I do like it, get a bottle. But I don't want to just keep getting... Oh, hang on. Big truck drove by. But yeah, I don't want to just keep getting samples and samples. So that being said, I do have about 50 samples of inks. I tend not to use them too much. I think maybe I'll just take the whole box of samples and use that. That might be a good idea, you know, pick something out. Oh, or two out. And I'll just take the whole box. It's really small. It's actually an expansion box for a game filled with little bottles. So, or little, those little sample vials. So I'll take that. I don't think I'm going to take any bottles. I mean, I suppose because most of them are glass, they're more fragile. I honestly, I don't need anywhere near that much ink. Um, so even if I'm not taking one of my favorite colors, you know, that's fine. And this is only a week vacation also, by the way. I do have a traveling inkwell, Viscani traveling inkwell. I don't know that I'll use it. I haven't really used it yet. Um, I get the feeling that will be more useful on a longer trip, which I don't seem to take for just a trip where I plan to do a lot of writing and maybe I know I want the same color for whatever reason. Um, like, for example, if I were taking my favorite color ink, peach. So, so that's what I'll do with the pens and inks. You know, I don't... Then there's the paper, right? So what I do with my paper, I always use my carry my uh, Baron Fig Vanguards with me. I made a, you know, the, you know those Traveler's notebooks. They they're little leather covers basically that you stick a notebook in. It's just a piece of leather, and you could fit one or two or three books in there. Well, I made one like that for my Vanguards. Um, so that's a little bit bigger. It's A5 ish. It's not actually A5. I think it's smaller than that, but it's close enough. It's just to give you an idea of the size. So I'll take that for sure because I use that. I have three books in there and one of them I use for podcast notes and another one for just daily notes, another one for long-term notes. Um, and I'll just take that with me. Yeah, for sure. Then maybe I'll take some... I got a pad of Rodea paper that I want to finish up. It's a spiral-bound pad. That spiral is a little bulky and on the shelf it's getting... The shelf where I have it, it's a little crowded. It would be nice to, to use that up and empty the shelf. Um, so I mean, so I think that's how I'll travel with pen. In terms of storing all that, whenever I travel on vacation, I always bring board games with me. What I started doing years ago is I, I bought a briefcase at the thrift store, a nice hard briefcase, and I'll put the games in there. You know, most games either are too big to put in there, so I could take them out of the box and just put the parts I need in the briefcase. Or I'll just leave the bigger games out. You know, you don't need too many games, and most of the games you need are either solo stuff for my, po- my other podcast, or, you know, just to play, or... Or family games to play to play with everybody and I can usually fit like five or six games in there and may not even get to use all of them on vacation probably 
kind of has to be with how much it rains. So there'll definitely be space in that briefcase for for pens and inks and whatnot, except for the ink files. The ink files won't fit in that briefcase. The box is too big for that. Sure, I mean, I guess I could just bring three or four samples um, of ink. I don't know. Uh, okay, so I am now on the highway. This is about a five minute drive to work on the highway now. Yeah, my commute's only about 10 or 15 minutes. Traffic is really light now because it's summer. Kids are not in school, so there's just less, less cars on the road, and that's nice. Also means I get to work faster. Also means it's hotter right now, and I can't record with the AC on. So, so it's a good thing it's a short drive. It's not too bad yet. It's only 79 degrees. But, I mean, it is it's that time of year, and, you know, it may get hotter. Um... Gosh, I think I said everything I needed to say about vacation. I told you about my broken Opus 88. I do seem to break a lot of pens. So what do I currently have inked? Huh. Um, yesterday I finished a pen. I had a Twisby Classic with uh, Gerobon's Poussière de Lune. Uh, the purplish moon dust ink. Poussière de Lune is French for moon dust. Which makes me laugh because I have another ink called moon dust. It's a shimmer ink from Diamai. But it is not purple, it is silver. Anyway. So I had that one, I finished that. Next up in my rotation, because I like to do one pen at a time when I finish with the next, is a, a vanishing point, a pilot vanishing point, a bright yellow one with peach ink, which matches really nicely. That peach ink is definitely my favorite ink. I'm, I'm working my way through that bottle pretty quickly. It's, I'd say about 40% used up, which is a lot for me. Um, so I have that, I'm currently using that, so I'll take notes that work with that one today. After I finish that one, because I always, like I said, I'm a serial pen user. Um, next is a Bexley Gaston Bulls, which is one of two pens in a, a series that Bexley made. There's the Bulls and the Bears, and these are for the stock market, apparently. This one is inked up with Pelican, Edelstein, Olivine, um, which, you know, I saw the ink swatches online. And I look, I said, ah, it doesn't look that nice. I finally said I'd try it. Um, particularly when I heard that olivines were spewing out of the, that volcano in Hawaii. And, and you know what? I really like the color. It's a dark green. It's the, the samples I saw sort of look like a drab green. It's, it's brighter than that. Um, but it's very saturated. It, it's a green black color. It's very dark. At least in this pen with a very wet medium nib. But I am enjoying it. Um, and I will enjoy it more. I also have inked up a, what is this pen called? Little tiny pocket pen, Stipula Passaporto, from, uh, just came out, apparently, again. And I picked one up, and it is a neat little pen. Uh, it holds a lot of ink, it's full of orange ink. What kind of orange? I forgot. Is it elegant ink also? No, it's a Pilot Shizuku Fuyugaki. Um, that's an interesting pen, though. It's a little short, very stubby, and like you could, when you take the cap off, you could twist it onto the end of the barrel to make the pen longer, so so it's got a, so it's more comfortable to hold for writing. But it, honestly, it's because of the shape and size of it, I find it uncomfortable for writing more than a couple paragraphs. Um, I have been using it to do some puzzles, some Ken Ken puzzles, which are sort of like Sudoku, but not really. Um, and I find when I'm doing that, I don't even bother putting the cap on. I'll just take it off and write with a short little stub. And 
and then cap it again. And that works pretty well. Okay, um, I'll talk to you next time uh, after I return from vacation. If you have any comments or questions or want to tell me about how you travel with pens, feel free to send me an email. This is uh, pensonthego at gmail.com. Thank you.